0: Welcome to episode 8 of Modern Mom Life Live, and I'm your host, Michelle Hancock. Thank you for spending some time with me this week. Um, I try to come on once a week and talk about topics that range from travel, parenting, let's say easy recipes, which is hard to do on a podcast platform, but that's what my blog is about, um, and free printables, family fun, any topics that can really help the modern-day mom. And this week, I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite travel destinations. It's in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. It's a trending travel destination right now. After the pandemic started, it kind of blew up, and it's located in Hotatown, Oklahoma. And at first, you're probably wondering why in the world would I go to Broken Bow, Oklahoma? But I am excited to talk to an expert travel planner in Broken Bow. Her name is Jamie Sinton and she is with Broken Bow Travel Sisters and they have an Instagram together where they show different luxury Broken Bow cabins and help you find the right cabin for you and she's actually on right now so let me let me invite her to speak if she'll come on, but I'm excited to pick her brain because she has been going to Broken Bow before the big boom. And me personally, I've been twice. Let me bring her on to speak. Um, let's see. Can you hear me, Michelle? Hi, Jamie. Thanks for coming on. I'm so glad you were able to join.
1: Yes, I figured it out. I'm here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know technology. Anytime a new app comes on, it's like, okay, (laughs) how do we do this?
1: So thank you. Thank you. Thank you too.
0: Well, good. I was just saying, um, you know, I've been to Broken Bow twice, and mm-hmm. I went like probably, oh my gosh, 12 years ago before it really boomed. And I it's been like a hidden gem for me, but now I feel like it's the, like everyone wants to go there. Um, before we get to that, and we, we're going to talk about, what we're going to talk about today is like, you know, how to find the best cabin that is good for you. Your group, whether that's girlfriends, couples trips, or family's trip, and kind of how you got into the tourism industry and started a blog and a business and all that fun stuff, and then any tips for first timers that may have not gone. Um, but let me let me introduce you. Um, this is Jamie, and she is with the Broken Bow Travel Sisters on Instagram. I started following them. I think I started following you guys when I was actually in Broken Bow. Oh, because, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, because one of your hashtags popped up or I don't even remember the power of social media, but um, ever since I've started following you, it's just a world of content and knowledge about Broken Bow and it makes me want to go like every weekend. So, yeah, we're doing something right then. We're doing yes, so, so definitely follow her over there. And you are originally from um, Colleyville, Texas, and you've been living in northern Oklahoma with your husband and three boys for the past 14 years. So we'll talk a little bit about how that is going for you. Um you're alum of the Arizona State University with an MBA from the University of T- Dallas. Sorry, not <laughs> Texas. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's yes, okay. Um After working in the nonprofit world and moving to small town Oklahoma, Jamie realized her love of local travel. She enjoys discovering new places, or what she calls hidden gems, and then on Labor Day weekend in 2013, she planned a trip to this place called Broken Bow, where her family could easily meet her from Dallas, and she instantly fell in love. She knew right away that the place was a hidden gem and began sharing it with her friends and family, and that passion founded Bowtime Broken Bow Travel, which is a website that she has. And Jamie's sister, Lindsay, is Bowtime's model and helps edit and create photo galleries for the cabin owners. So welcome. I hope Thank I got you. all that right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did great. Good job. Thank you. And you've
1: been going to Broken Bow longer than I have. See, so uh, well, you're like no, an OG, <laughs>
0: it was just like one of those on a whim thing. And my husband and I, he wasn't my husband at the time, we decided, let's go with my family. And we were dating. And we just booked a cabin randomly. And we got away for a weekend, and we fell in love with it. So, I mean, I it is a hidden gem. I didn't even know it existed. I don't know how I found out about it, but how did, tell me a little bit about like how you got into your love of Broken Bow and just <laughs> sure. tell me all the fun sure. stuff. Well, um, even when I grew up,
1: uh, I moved to dallas fort Worth from Ohio when I was like nine. So I consider myself a Texan, I guess. And even when I was growing up in Colleyville, Texas, I never heard about Broken Bow, right? My parents never took us there. So when I moved to small town, Oklahoma, I've always loved travel, always have loved sharing things. And like, I guess my husband makes fun of me, hidden gems in a funny way, you know, and I was trying to plan a trip for our family to come together. So I think I even Googled like cabins in Oklahoma and it popped up and it was like a great meeting place, right. From Dallas and from where I was. So I booked this really nice cabin. We all went together. We all stayed together we were hooked from our very first trip. And many people who go to Broken Bow for the first time really have the same experience. We're like, what is this place? Nobody talks about this place, right? Um, I got to come back. So that's kind of how it started. And um it just kind of went from there.
0: Yeah, I think it's a place where you don't, Really understand what it is until you go, but then once you're there, you're like, "Oh my god, this is so peaceful." First of all, yes, um, you're out in the middle. Well, I feel like let's talk a little bit about the growth that you've seen because I I keep hearing it's changed a little bit since.
1: <laughs> the first- yeah, I even caught myself saying the other day, "Man, I miss the good old days," and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just I think from that when we went in 2013, I've seen so much growth since then. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad I have that perspective of like what it was like when we first went and kind of what you said, I will tell people, I can tell you about broken bow all day long, but it's as corny as it sounds. It's a feeling right when you get there mm-hmm. that you get addicted to and because we, all of us need to get away and we all need sun and nature and trees. Yes. Again, it sounds kind of corny, but it does all of us so much good because we're all busy and it's just, it's kind of a medicine that we all need. But the growth, I always knew it would grow, but we didn't know how fast it would grow because none of us could have predicted COVID in 2020. And after that happened, we just grew like crazy because cabins became a safe place to travel for people. So we were getting people who probably never would have come to Broken Bow at that time coming for the first time. And they're like, wow, okay, this place is really awesome. And they wanted to come back. And some of them wanted their own cabin. And they wanted to be investors, right, and rent them out. So we've seen just really fast growth because of COVID.
0: Yeah, I have a few friends or colleagues that I know that actually have built um, cabins out there and they rent them out. Yeah. And, you know, that was a process for one of them because she started the build before covid and then, like you know, when the world went to,
1: <laughs> what's going
0: on? Like it was, it kind of halted, and that was really stressful for her because you know it took it her a little bit. It did halt for longer. a little bit, yeah. It did yeah, halt but, for
1: a little bit, but it picked right back up it, it, uh, when yeah. people <laughs> were looking for a safe place, and
0: then we just took off, and we haven't stopped since. Honestly. So tell me a little bit about your business and how you are helping people. Are you helping people find cabins? Are you helping them build ca Like, are you doing all above? Like, we how can we you know
1: it? <laughs> you know, it is a little confusing. So our, the two main things that we do are helping people find cabins for their stay. Especially now, people are first-timers. They're very overwhelmed, right? They're like, there's so many. I just don't know what to do. So what we decided to do when we started our business, it came into being because when we first went, I was basically sharing all of our trips to Broken Bow because we kept going on social media and Facebook. And people were like, oh, what is this place? Or can you help me? And my dad's like, you know, you really should start a website. You you like, there's a need for this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, maybe you're right. And maybe I should start an Instagram. So to practice, I set up an Instagram for my cats to see if I could do it. <laughs> so
0: oh, I love They, it. Were,
1: they <laughs> were like, my practice. That's like when Instagram was really like, you know, coming to be a thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was fun. So I, I started with that. Uh, we, my friend built me a website. We started Instagram and we saw there was a need for cabin help. So what we do on our website, we have a cabin request form and people can pay me $20 and tell me exactly what they need. And I search every single cabin because I was already doing that anyway for myself. Like I was, I wanted to know all the cabins out there. They were becoming more and more beautiful because I love homes and obviously cabins. And so I was already in that anyway. Right. So I saw a need there. So that's part of what we do. But the other big part is that We're like, there's so many beautiful cabins, how can we show them off, right? Let's take each one and show people, real people, doing real things in these cabins. Let's get to know cabin owners, because a lot of owners, they're busy and they don't have time for social media. So we wanted to kind of influence people to come and stay. So we get to know owners and we offer them, we have like two packages uh, where we stay and we kind of promote them on social media. So we were kind of filling two needs at once. Those are our are the biggest two things that we do. And of course, we help with like things to do. And some people will come to me if they're interested in buying a cabin, like, hey, what realtors do you recommend, right? Mm-hmm. Because all of that kind of goes together sometimes. So we do a little bit of everything,
0: but the top two are finding cabins and helping owners. Oh, I love that. That's a huge need. So yes. So yeah, you've gotten to know the community <laughs> and the heart of it. And oh I, I would just want to buy or go to every cabin. I feel like Me too. <laughs> the cabins are so they're so creative with their design oh, and so their branding. Really I'm like, oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah. And I <laughs> and, and we literally
1: have a passion for, I mean, again, sounds like there's no roadmap for how do you become a cabin influencer? Like yeah. it's true, it's true what they say. Like, you know, when you start something on your own you're not going to know all the things. I read a book that's like, you just have to start. You just have to start doing. And so that's what we did. We're like, we're going to start and we'll figure it out as we go. But there's no roadmap for that. Right. I completely
0: (laughs) agree. It's like the wild, wild West out there. (laughs) it it really is the wild, wild West.
1: And the other part of what we do, we still have to have that people connection. People have to trust us. Owners have to trust us. We have to. If we didn't have really a deep respect and love of Hoka Town, I don't think we would be here today, right? Like you, you have to be very authentic, and we are. And when I used to work a nonprofit for the Red Cross, I used to travel all over Eastern Oklahoma, and I would uh, be very involved in the small towns, and that really helped me to navigate Hoka Town because. Um, even though if you're from Dallas, you have to respect the area for what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And the people and you have and that helped me a lot to kind of prepare for this journey. So um, it takes time to build like your reputation. And we're not just posting stuff on social media, like I actually have connections there. So
0: that's, that's great. So talk to me a little bit about I'm a first timer, never been to Broken Bow. How what's the time frame now for booking a, a a quality cabin that I want? I know they get booked up pretty fast and um, say I have a family, like, do you have any tips for, I mean, obviously we should come to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come to me. Yes. That's a um, really good deal for $20. I mean, that's going to say, I don't know, I, actually, I don't know. maybe,
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I've had to before it takes it actually it's, it's interesting. People will message me and they just don't know. And they're yeah. like, Hey, what's your favorite two bedroom cabin? That is not an easy question for mm-hmm. me because we have hundreds. I literally have to sit down with your dates. And it takes me sometimes up to an hour to search all the ways that I search. And we're even though we promote cabins for owners, I don't just limit my searches to those owners. I, I look at everything because I want to find a perfect cabin for that family. So if you're looking to come as soon as you know that you want to do this, right, mm-hmm. is the time to do it. Um, ideally, three to four months, if not six, Uh, If you're really wanting something specific, right, Uh, if you're looking for like, well, I really want to be by a creek or I want to have a view because we really book up fast in the summer, especially if you're coming for summer. And then holidays, book as fast as you can. I mean, I would book a year in advance if I could for a holiday because Mm -hmm. we always book up and New Year's Eve is probably still our busiest holiday.
0: That's what I was going to say. We were trying to find one, a New Year's Eve cabin. And yeah, uh, somebody told me, girl, (laughs) you should have done that a year ago.
1: But you can still, you can still try if it's a last minute situation. There is a Facebook page, which is great. It's called last minute broken bow cabins or something. And it's great because it's where owners and management companies actually post their most recent cancellations and anything open. And I love that because um, then you can go right there and see if there's something last minute because there are times, right, where we don't know way ahead of time that we want to go and it's on a whim. So, you know, besides coming to us, you can do that or you really can just go on to VRBO, put your dates in. But if you want to, the cheapest, you know, if, you're, if you want to find out how to get a little bit of a cheaper rate is if the cabin is... Being managed by a management company, it can be cheaper to go through them. So I Uh know those things, or sometimes on the VRBO page it'll tell you. And then they don't require as much money down, so that makes it nice. So going through the management company, or if you see a cabin on Instagram, um, you know, message the owner and say, "Hey, do you do direct booking? Right? Can I save by just booking directly through you?" So that's becoming more popular. And then I love VRBO. I'm not a huge Airbnb fan. So I do a lot of my broken bow cabin searches when I'm not on the management sites on BRBO. So those are know. a few different options. Okay. If you come in January, February, even though we don't have an off season anymore, those tend to be cheaper. Um, Cause it's winter time and a lot of people are having really good deals. So it's good to follow all the, cab- the cabins and they'll post like when they're doing a special and stuff too. That's a good so, tip.
0: Mm-hmm. So what are some of your favorite things to do in Broken Bow? Oh,
1: so so many things. Um, the great thing about Broken Bow is you can do nothing <laughs> and mm-hmm. you'll be so happy still. Uh, but besides the cabin, because cabins are really part of the experience. We have so many amazing cabins. My favorite thing to do is the lake. Broken Bow Lake is the most gorgeous lake in Oklahoma. And it, it, it's gorgeous because you're not allowed to build on the lake. So When you're out there on the water, all you see are rolling green hills. It's just beautiful. And last summer on our boat, we had a bald eagle just fly right down by us and get a fish. It was so cool. And um, if you don't have no boat, no problem. You can rent a boat. You can even rent a houseboat and jet skis. So the biggest thing for us in Oklahoma, we have all these lakes. But if you don't have a boat or a friend with a boat, (laughs) it's kind of hard to enjoy so I think one of the reasons we really love Broken Bow, it was just so easy. You could just make a reservation online. Beavers Bend Marina is my go-to place. And, I mean, you can fit up to 14 people and enjoy the lake with, like, no hassle, right? That's what people want. They just want to leave Dallas, you know, get up there and just enjoy the weekend.
0: Yes, I will say it's a good place to escape and get away from the busy city life and the construction and all, all that stuff. Yes. We, we, we're growing so fast here. It's just like construction city. So it's nice to get oh, away from that. Sure, <laughs> sure. And a lot of people used to
1: say years ago, oh, you know, Broken Bow is going to die out or there's going to be too many cabins. Well, we haven't seen that yet. And Dallas Fort Worth is growing so much and it's actually growing towards Oklahoma. <laughs> so yeah. I think we're going to be okay. But. Um, You know, my Oklahoma people, my Oklahoma friends, they're they're used to going to Branson a lot. So they go to Branson for the amusement park, all the things maybe we don't have in Oklahoma. But my Dallas people, you guys already have all that, right? Yeah. Or they go to Disney a couple times a year. They're not really looking for that when they come to Broken Bow. So they just kind of want to be and they love that they can have the luxury cabin and be
0: in nature at the same time. And it's well, easy. Yeah, and I would say so many people are working from home right now. It's a great way to escape your home yes. office. And maybe if your kids are out of school or if you homeschool, you know, change the scenery and go to the cabin. And I'm sure there are so many educational things you could teach your children to. Um, out in nature so yeah it's
1: it's the the lake is great and then also we have the gorgeous beavers bend state park which Mm -hmm. is absolutely awesome because if you're a hiker you love hiking we have all the hiking trails we have the mountain fork river that runs through the state park and it's like it's just i mean you can fish fly fish i've taken fly fishing lessons there's areas where you can kayak canoe and also where you can tube or float the river and then areas where you can kayak for like more than an hour. So if that's more like your jam, right, being in the water, kayaking, we can fill that need also. And then we have the train in there and the new Foggy Bottom Restaurant and every, everything in Hochatown. Town. I call it simple fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, we gotta all gear up for a day at the amusement park. <laughs> it's like we're gonna go to a petting zoo. It's like it's like
0: old school and I really love that. I do too. It's it's less exhausting, I feel yes. like. And it's more <laughs> Yes. I mean, I've been to Disney several times and I mean, although it's fun, it's, it's a job. It's very exhausting in your <laughs> poor job. Feet. And I yes. love the hot tubs. The hot tubs oh. in many of the cabins.
1: Yeah, I mean, really, there's no such thing as a cabin really without a hot tub now. Like, yeah. And now we have some new cabins that have a basketball court, pickleball court. We have a three-story cabin. It's called Slide Away Highway. I was just
0: about to ask about that slide cabin. I've been eyeing it, and I'm like, I just want to go for the slide. <laughs> yes, seriously, grab like
1: 30 of your friends, okay, And you need to go, so it has the indoor slide, the outdoor slide, it has a a huge movie theater and a huge sauna. Like, it's amazing. And Bigfoot's out there. What's coming is, I think, so we're growing, right? So a lot of cabin owners were like, where did, like, not that I'm a pro, but I love the area. And I'm like, it's only going to grow north. If you actually go north of Hochatown, it just gets prettier, Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. And there's an area called Smithville. There's already cabins there in river cabins, some really pretty ones. I think we're going to see more luxury river cabins and, you know, cabins going maybe towards the east side of the lake. My friend is developing a whole development, uh, with lake views. So we're going to see some of that, but we have another Harry Potter cabin coming And then everything from more simple to couples cabins and tiny, you know, we have some tiny cabins, but we're not really a tiny
0: cabin community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that Broken Bow will try to, I want, let me compare it. Like, so Vegas, I've been to Vegas a few times. I feel like it's getting more and more commercialized and nothing to knock that, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it kind of takes away from the charm. Do you feel like Broken Bow... It's going to maintain that charm that we all like and love. Um, I pray okay. every day. <laughs> <I do. laughs> yeah, you can't um,
1: tell the future. I pray, but I I hope pray so. every day. They just did announce um, a few weeks ago that the Choctaw are going to be building a casino nearby, and it's going to be kind of a cabin theme casino, and mm-hmm. I think water park and stuff. And I'm not too happy about that, but it's Oklahoma, and you know we just have to move forward, and we'll see how that goes. But that's why I think a lot of the cabins that are more north are going to take off a little bit. They're a little bit farther from town. A lot of people will compare it to Branson, like, oh, this is how Branson was. This is, and I'm like, oh, dear Lord, I hope not. Nothing against Branson. It's just not what I would want for. I, I want to be like a cool cabin place, right? Yeah. And I don't want to see a bunch of concrete and like random things. So the hard thing is growth in Oklahoma. When you have mm-hmm. a really small town, with not much zoning, and Ho Chi town is trying to form their own city. It's really, really tough. And they're so far from a big city. So definite growing pains. But we do have like some like a new coffee shop, a new candy place. And everything that's coming so far is very unique, and nothing commercial. But doesn't mean that something commercial may not come down the line,
0: right? Right. Yeah, and, and I, I would not like I don't that. Remember but. there being too many commercial thing- when I went last year. I I just remember the Gasquatch uh, gas station that right. I was like, whoa, on your way Bigfoot. up. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, and speaking of Bigfoot, you're friends with Bigfoot. <laughs> like yeah, this is They're crazy. my besties. There's uh, so
1: we got uh, Cinnamon and Larry. So uh, the Bigfoot shenanigans. You can actually rent or have the Bigfoot come to your cabin to either scare the kids or to, um, to knock on the door gently. And they will bring you, they have like a menu so they can bring donuts or like champagne and OJ. It's really great. And my kids love it. And it's one of my favorite things too, just to add on to your stay, you know?
0: Yeah, that will definitely leave a lasting impression. I would imagine. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it is. A lasting impression.
1: But no, everything that we have so far is very unique. Uh, the owners, they work hard, right? It's like their personal business. And that's what I loved. So, so far, everything we have is still unique. There's nothing like really commercial yet. And that's obviously like the big charm of it right and we have um I don't know if you've heard about it but the new maze is actually an outdoor real maze that you go through and it's really
0: hard but my neighbors went to that they posted on social media that they survived and I was like okay this looks cool but I'm also kind of terrified of getting stuck in we couldn't well me and my friend could not figure it out so we had to
1: use the exit door i mean it was that hard. Oh, okay so yeah and, <laughs> and they can change it actually 16 different ways so it's kind of crazy but there's like a little mining place a petting zoo there's actually a new place called gutter chaos see very original to the area gutter chaos and my boys love it it's a little bowling alley with a little arcade it's not too big so you can sit have a drink or food and watch your kids very easily, which I think is great. Oh, that's nice.
0: Yes. And I, I love that there's so many different things to do, whether you, you could come, you could go with your family one time, you could go with an anniversary one time with your husband or maybe it's a girl's trip. Do you see like, I'll give you an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: anything you're like, Oh, it works. It works. And you know, when I moved to smaller town, Oklahoma, um, it it was like a lot of people in my town they can't afford to go to Disney they can't afford to do a lot of the bigger trips mm-hmm. so I'm really passionate about Broken Bow too because it's something that my fellow Okies can do and be
0: with their family and friends in nature and have those memories right yeah and, I feel like I feel like um, our generation we grew up with nature but now with technology and mm-hmm. t- tablets and stuff it's so hard sometimes to like disconnect and get our kids to get back to the basics of just play. It's so hard. (laughs) And I feel like at Broken Bow, it's like, okay, go outside, like go explore. It's just a whole, it's like summer camp, like a nice summer camp feeling. and it's,
1: It's summer camp for everybody. And every time you go, you can have a different experience, but I don't know one person. I mean, you could be as like, listen, I'm not a tent girl, right? If you tell mm-hmm. me we're, we're going to go in a tent and po- I'm probably like, mm, I'm not really sure about that, but uh glamping or a luxury cabin, sure. But I, I don't know what person who really doesn't get a benefit out of just being outdoors and getting away from everything. Cause like you said, it's so much harder and it's a kind of a good feeling to be like, you know what? My wifi doesn't work real good. I'll have to, I'll have to call you back in a few days. Right? Like, we'll yeah. just, you know, so I think we all are wanting that and needing that. And it, it, it's true because that's why people are a part of people, why people are coming back, you know, time and time again.
0: So Well, and there's so much chaos in the world right now. It's oh, nice yes. to disconnect from that. And just uh, there's something, this sounds cheesy, but <laughs> no, I yeah, cheesy <laughs> healing and for yes. someone that suffers from anxiety, like I do occasionally, it's like, okay, I'm in nature I have no cares like this is where I should be you know it may not be the beach or da 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 da, da or Disney but it's okay because it's like your mind just needs it's to stop. okay no yeah. it, it does and I think there's actually
1: been scientific studies that say again cheesy that just being in trees tree I love trees actually yeah. I love the trees there instantly makes you feel like calmer when we drive from northern Oklahoma down to Broken Bow as soon as I hit It's called Antlers, Oklahoma. As soon as I hit that, right, and I see the Mm -hmm. hills, I instantly already start to feel like the stress go away. And so I know I'm addicted to that. I know it makes me feel something. It's also nostalgic for me. I grew up, uh, my aunt uh, grew up on a trout farm in a cabin. And so I had lots of cousins. And I think it's kind of nostalgic for me too, like the whole cabin vibe kind of thing. And when my sister and I had kids, our thing was Broken Bow is going to be the place where our kids make memories. Like we'll do other trips, but this is the constant in their life because those memories for kids last with them forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And my kids, our kids love Broken Bow. I mean, it, they get just as excited to go there like everywhere else. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I think it's good because you can cook meals together. You're you're with each other that whole time, and it's like a big, fun kumbaya. I mean, I'm sure there's some moments where you're like, eh! <laughs> yeah, Sometimes, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yes.
0: it's just old-school fun, you know? So it I, oh, I love so that fun. you are the expert on this because, for me, it would be a little overwhelming with all the beautiful options. So I'm definitely going to use you next time I book a trip. Um, yes, yes. I do want to talk to you, you mentioned, you know, family life, you have kids, mm-hmm. your sister has kids. How are you guys, um, balancing motherhood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which that's is the a, question. Right? A, it's a myth, right? I mean, <laughs> um, I always ask that question. I'm like, there is no answer, but, um, how do you like, just how do you manage both worlds oh, and gosh. entrepreneurship? And do you have any advice for mothers that are, you know, they want to do something like you're doing, but mm-hmm. they just don't know the first step. You know, that's
1: a good question, and I think there's no right answer to it, and a good perspective I can give is that my sister and I really live very different lives. Um, She has a very, very busy profession, and so she's busy working from home now. She has three kids. And, but my parents live down the street from her, so she has like some help, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I live in a small town away from a big city. My husband is actually a pediatrician. He has a very busy job. I have no family, so I don't have the luxury of just asking my parents to ever watch my kids, Okay. but I have more flexibility. So I like, I'm the president of a health foundation here. I do work in the community and I have my hands in def- different things. So I have that like flexibility where my sister doesn't have as much. So I think you have to play up to what your strengths are because between her and I, we, we still have different lights, right? So for me personally, I don't think, you know, it's such a hard answer, but sometimes when I get overwhelmed with all the things that are going on, I like to look at things week by week because every week is different, right? Some weeks um, are more work focused or I have more things or a cabin's coming up. And so I'll adjust, you know, what's going on or what I need that week based on what's going on. Does that make sense? And so no, I think that you know, putting perfect some stuff in there because you. Yeah, because it's hard to be like, to do one thing for like months on end, because I feel like, don't you feel like
0: what is going on changes, right? Oh, definitely curveballs, and you can make the biggest plan, but if you don't execute and get out there. It's just, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So right. So having some grace when things don't go your way. Right. I mean, it's like, it's, I, I think the word is intentional.
1: I mean, I, I, you really have to be intentional or like they say, life will just happen to you. So if I know we're going to be promoting a cabin for the weekend, then I'm going to adjust my schedule a little bit that week to, so where I'm not leaving so stressed or try to anyway. Right. Yeah. To, Or, you know, don't make all your appointments like every day of the week, make them in maybe one day or two days or so that you, I try to give myself some days at home or days where I don't have to be somewhere to kind of just regroup because I still have to have days where I can, I do so much on social media and I'm also actually, I have social media clients now that I have to really focus and be at home. And if I'm always going, I don't have that time to focus, right? So, yeah. I have to be intentional sometimes with my own schedule. I used to be like, oh, I'm just a stay at home mom. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really deserve to, not deserve, but you feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm just a stay at home mom, but it's not true. When I first started this, I'm like, oh, I just do this silly cabin thing until I started changing what I said. I'm like, no, this is actually like a job or a part time job. And I have to treat it like that, right? I have to carve out time for certain things and time for myself. And hire help if you're able to afford to have people help out with certain things, or clean your house, or do things like that. That helps tremendously too. If you know, if you can do that,
0: yeah. And I say drop the guilt on that because I have, <laughs> I have, I have a cleaning lady that comes once a month, and I used to be like, oh god, I feel so bad. But you know what? <laughs> I, you're you're getting time back to do other things, and time is one of those precious resources that we never have enough of. You have to use your time
1: and boundaries are everything just like in life with our relationships and everything are like boundaries. So with work and learning to when to say no to like, you know, even if you're working from home, it's hard because you're at home, but you have kids, but it's okay to have those boundaries. Like, okay, I'm only going to work these many hours a day, right? Um, you have to really set those for yourself because nobody else is going to do that for you. But it takes a while to learn. And I'm 43 now. So a magical thing that happens when you reach 40 is that you really start, uh, the women in my life have, you know, you get better with age, really. You, you start to just do the things you love. You don't feel as guilty, right, for, for saying no to things. But boundaries, and just being really intentional with your time and scheduling your time, just like if you're working for a business,
0: right? Yes, and I'm glad you said that because I'm about to be 40, and it's awesome. (laughs) I think, and my um, one of my weaknesses is boundaries, and that's what I'm being more intentional about. And I've already seen a huge difference in just my stress Mm -hmm. and my anxiety, so you know, it's okay. And if those people that get upset when you set some boundaries, maybe those aren't your people. I don't know, but it's hard really
1: the key to most everything. It really is the key because you can start a business from home and it can take off. But if you're letting the business run you and everybody can call you whenever they want, and then you're, you're going to be, you're not going to be happy. So you you have to, it's respecting like yourself and your time and also for your kids, right? To be present with them. Because if you're someone like me, who's on social media a lot, you also have to be aware of how much time you're on your screen in front of your kids. And, you know, you don't need to be on there. 10 hours a day. People think that, but you really don't. You can say, I'm yeah. going to devote 45 minutes and be done, but you've got to like, everything is intentional and like setting time. So,
0: yeah. And it's not as glamorous as people would think it's, it's actual <laughs> work, you know, <laughs> and Actually, it is work. And I just have to say
1: for anybody who's gone through this or started their own business as a woman, I think when you first start you, you in nature seek validation from friends and family. And you think everybody's just going to be like, rah, rah, rah on your side. But I really haven't found that to be always true. And so I tell people that everybody's going to understand your passion and why you love to do something. And the validation should come from the community that you're serving, right? Amen. Like your followers, they love you because you're promoting Dallas, giving them ideas of what to do with their family. If your followers are coming to you saying they're happy following you, That's the validation. Don't seek validation in the wrong places. And it's, you know, it's nothing personal. No one's going to understand your passion like you are. So I just want people to remember that.
0: Man, I have learned so much, many good tips from you. You are a wealth of... Oh. Sorry, I talk too much. No, no, I love it. I'm like, do you have a mastermind group? Like, find me up right no, now. I'm just, ready to conquer the world. Well, you know, last year I
1: did find this little social media club where it was a lot of women who were had businesses from home or outside the home. And that was so great for me because I got to brainstorm and learn from other people in my place. Mm-hmm. And that way it kept me in my lane. And... Um, because I think when you first start by nature, you just, I don't know, you just seek validation from
0: the wrong people and it's just not going to happen. And this online business can be kind of lonely (laughs) and competitive and you can get in your head a lot. And it's hard. I, I love that you say stay in your lane, but also, you know, find the people that you can bounce feedback on that you trust. That's another thing is trust is is hard sometimes with some people, but it's, it's hard. You know
1: what I be careful about trust is hard. But also, um, one thing I've been better about is taking. I'll I'll even tell my followers, Hey, I'm leaving. I'm taking a social media break. I'm not going to be here. And I'll actually say that in my stories. I'm like,
0: and I respect that. I respect people that know when they can, they should take a break and they're not going 90 to nothing and, and going like, does this woman sleep ever? Like I never see her rest, you know? Right. But. And
1: it helps to normalize it. If one person sees that, oh, you're, you're a modern, you're taking a break. Okay. It's, I mean, it sounds silly, but it normalizes things that even though I have this Instagram page, I, I'm not here maybe all the time. Right. Yeah. So being intentional with breaks. And even for me, it's good for me to go to broken bow and not work. It's good for me to go yes. just with friends and family and not post anything and just be in, be there with
0: what I love to do to to just refill my tank too, right? Yeah. And I feel like um, I'm reading this book called Unicorn Space, and it's about trying to hone in on your creative um, juices and mm-hmm. by doing things that aren't work-related, friendship-related, like things that you love to create yourself. And I was like, oh my God, every time I do something that's creative, it's like, for someone else or like, you know, my job, I'm like, well, I write for a living, but no, that's not really, you know what I'm saying? Like like find something that you love that's not serving somebody else, but that you can share with other people. And it's really hard for women to, to stop and schedule those things with themselves.
1: it, It is, but, and it's okay to do. And one thing also I know I keep talking, but no, when you okay. start this up, when you start something like this, you feel like you need to be in everything. Oh, I need to do Pinterest and I need to blog and I need to whatever. And I felt that early on and I'm like, but I don't like Pinterest. I don't like to be there. That's not, that's not where I'm supposed to be. And it, the thing is, it's your, it's your thing you can do, you can do it however you want. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm on Pinterest an hour or two hours a day. I'm not connecting with cabin owners. That's not really doing anything for me. So people need to realize what they love to do. Don't waste your time on like areas that are really not serving you well, just because somebody says that you should do it. Right. Yeah.
0: So, and there's a lot of experts out there telling oh, you to do everything this way. You just get into your own groove and you're going to fail a couple of times and then it's okay. Just, yeah. Try just, something just get else. into your groove and, Unfortunately, we learned the hard way a year ago.
1: Our account on Instagram was hacked. We had 14,000 followers. It took me like two years of organic growth to, to do that. We were doing a cabin giveaway and I learned the hard way that giveaways bring out the hackers and we lost our account and Instagram does not care. So I'm really big on promoting just like your security for your, for your social media pages and just the reality that it's really hard to grow on Instagram now, mm-hmm. so be really careful with giveaways. I don't know if it's it's not worth your account. In um, but it taught me a lot of things when we had to start over, which was really hard. Um We had all these promotions coming up, but you know all of our cabin owners like stood behind us, and we still had our busiest year ever, even though we had to start all over again. I oh mean, what gosh, is? I mean, we awesome, learned so though. much through that that. You know what, as much as we want to grow and everybody does, that, you know, it's not the most important thing because this is what we love to do. And that really, I think, helped me just kind of back to reality, right? Reshift my focus because I know what it's like to have it all taken away. So I tell people if you're starting something, you need to have a website because a website is the only thing you truly own and you want to collect people's email addresses. And if you're doing a giveaway, do it through your website so that it's secure and you're, you're getting those email addresses. But unfortunately, social media, they don't care. I mean, no,
0: I've heard horror stories and I'm so sorry that one of them was yours. Oh yeah. it, it,
1: It happened to two other cabin owners this week. So I was starting to get these weird messages, but, um, just, you know, for someone starting out and they're on the social media platforms, just be, make sure you have all your security on and, um, I don't do giveaways. I don't participate in them. I don't like them. I don't share them. And it's just because it's not worth it. I've already, I've
0: already yeah, been down you've that been road. been down so. there, done that. Yeah. Uh, but you came back. So that's awesome. Well, it Jamie, is. thank you so much for sharing you. your tips. I would love to talk to you again in the future, just on business and marketing, man, I can talk about that all day. I know me too. Um, I love it too. Yeah. So where can we follow you again? And, um, what, what's your next plans? Are you, are you going to a broken Bow cabin soon? I'm just curious. Yes,
1: we're leaving tomorrow. I'm so excited. So we're, we actually have some friends in Frisco. They have boys. Um, so I have three boys. I'm a boy mom and our two oldest boys and their two oldest are the same age. And I finally got them to go to broken bow four years ago. And we haven't stopped since we keep going more and more because these boys are wild. They're crazy. Well, they can be wild and crazy in the woods. We took them to the Gaylord and we're like, we're going to get kicked out of here because they're like growing teenage boys and they want to be silly, right? Yeah. And And they're probably loud and they got a lot of energy. Yeah. So, and what I learned through COVID is that cabins are always a good idea. You never go wrong. But this weekend we are staying at this awesome cabin called Indigo Sky in my, one of my favorite areas called Carter Mountain. It's five miles north of town and it's like hilly. It's really pretty. But the kids area, the bunk room is actually separated from the main part of the house, which might make, you know, parents of younger kids worried. But for older kids, it's great because they can have their own space and be loud and it's going to be perfect. But we have a website, brokenbowtravel.com or Instagram at broken.bow.travel.sisters. And then I had to join the TikTok. I had to do it. I didn't want to do it. But we are also on TikTok under Visit Broken Bow,
0: so awesome! Well, and Facebook too. Yes, everybody needs to go follow you. I like I said, their Instagram is a wealth of information. It will make you want to go travel there like immediately. And if you do get overwhelmed just looking at all those things, you know, use Jamie. That's what she's there for. She's okay. the expert. <laughs> she's been there, done that several times, and she keeps going back. I'm done. So we, that's we have good. a full schedule this spring. We're really excited. So Well, that's great. Well, thank you again for sharing all your knowledge and... Um, be sure to follow her over at her Instagram and TikTok. Let's get that growing. Do you dance over there on TikTok? I'm listen, still. I haven't <laughs> gone to the dance yet, girl. I mean, listen, I'm at 43. You know, no, no. I want
1: to dance, but I will look so so silly. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get weeks. some confidence in that area. I'm still.
0: I'm right with you. So I'm like, oh, I just feel so old dancing. But you but know, you know, I do. But, you know, I do. If,
1: if you have a business though, and you're not on TikTok, I really encourage you. I hate to say it. If you're not on TikTok, you've got to be on TikTok. It's really, I am reaching a whole new audience there and, um, it's really the place to be. I, Instagram is my favorite still,
0: but, um,
1: definitely TikTok is a, is a great place.
0: Yeah. It's, it's fun over there. Um, yeah. yeah you never know what you're going to see over at TikTok. No, that's true. <laughs> that's you never know.
1: <laughs> but I'm able, I'm able to reach different people through there. So for us, it's been, it's oh, been really great. And I'm perfect. like, if I keep waiting to start, I'm going to miss.
0: Yeah. So and started. I would say Broken Bow has so many beautiful footage. I mean, the footage yes. alone on the the landscape is just beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. it's not a, it's not too hard of a sell for you. No, it's it beautiful. makes
1: it easy, honestly.
0: So. Well, thank, thank you for having us. And I will talk to you soon over on Instagram. Okay. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.